In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today certainly is a joyful day as we celebrate the highest feast day of the year, which is Easter, the day of the resurrection, the day that Christ defeated the last of all enemies, as St. Paul calls it, which is death itself. And not only that, but also giving us the opportunity to do the same thing to follow in his footsteps. And while this is such a joyful feast day, the days that have passed by, the previous year, the days to come, they might not be always so joyful. In fact, it might seem sometimes like we're more, we spend more time in a stage of Good Friday than we do of Easter Sunday. And what I mean by that is the perspective we can gain by examining how many problems we have. All the challenges that we face when it comes to issues that relate to work, school, family, our finances, all the different temptations that are out there that can lead us into paths of sin. When we look at it that way, there is so much that drags us down. And there's so many burdens that we have, sometimes not of our own doing. And if we just look at it that way, we kind of get the feeling that so much, in fact, most of life is pain. Most of life is suffering. Others might say, look at the bright side. There's other things to be thankful for, like our families, our health, our safety, our church are having good friends, good relationships, and that's true, those are great things, those are blessings, and we ought to be thankful for those things. But even in the midst of all the suffering that we have and all the challenges that we have, those good things are not enough for human beings to be fulfilled. Because if you ask and know what a human being is, we are unique creatures part of, as part of God's creation. We are created in His image and in His likeness. And that means something. That means there's a certain way that our heart must travel. There's a certain lifestyle, there's a certain faith, belief system that we have to actually live out for us to be fulfilled, for our heart to stop chasing something. I think at the foundation of this gospel reading that we heard today, especially focusing on Mary Magdalene, love is at the foundation of the resurrection. Love is the fundamental message that we can take away today. Especially when we ask, what drove Mary Magdalene to run to the tomb in the middle of the night? This was likely between the hours of 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. And in those days, there was no such thing as electricity outdoors to have lights guiding the way across this region that was rocky and not developed. So what drove her? Why was she so eager? What was she hoping to find? What answer was she seeking? Clearly, she was going through a great deal of sorrow. This person who was more than just close to her, was taken away, was killed innocently. 
But still, what was driving her so much? And again, I suggest that it's love. Not just an emotional love, but a love that comes from receiving a gift only Christ can give. It's the same love that we have seen from Christ in all the other gospel readings we hear every Sunday and every day and that are available to us at all times if we just open the gospel and make some effort to have a relationship with Christ, make some effort to know Christ, who he is and what he came to do. The love that was driving Mary Magdalene, that was fueling her heart, was the same love that cured the sick and raised Lazarus from the dead. It was the same love that taught Nicodemus that night he came inquiring about eternal life and Jesus spoke to him about baptism. It's the same love that forgave and ate and drank with sinners who were seeking a different way of life to leave behind their sins. It's the same love that produced the parables about the kingdom of God that have educated centuries of Christians about who Jesus is and what the church is. It's the same love that turned water into wine at Cana and performed many miracles after that. It's the same love that called 12 men to leave everything behind and follow him. It's the same love that gave his body and blood to them sacramentally and washed their feet, taking the form of a servant, and then gave himself fully to show us the shape of love on the next day, as we saw a few days ago on Good Friday. Brothers and sisters, Mary Magdalene's love that she had in her heart that was driving her to run to a tomb in the middle of the night by herself was a reflection of the love of her teacher, her master, her friend, her God, Christ himself. It was a reflection of his love. And again, she loved him so much because he gave her something that she, could, she couldn't give herself and she couldn't get from anywhere else. And that is the gift of salvation. You and I, brothers and sisters, no matter what we do, cannot save ourselves from the biggest threat that exists in our lives. And that's the threat of sin, the threat of permanently being separated from God the threat of coming up short before God because we seek another path out of our own wisdom that we think is better. Christ comes into the picture and grants us the gift of salvation. Christ comes into the picture and defeats death to show us there's more than just this life, but the opportunity to inherit eternal life. And how do we do that? How do, you, how do we do that, you and I, today? By becoming like Mary Magdalene by running to Christ, by allowing his love to be the love that we express. Let's go more press that we express, his words to be the words that we express. Let's go more practically. How can we get that? Where is the source of that? We're sitting at the source right now. It's in this church, in this school, in this hospital, for sinners. It's in the confessional. It's in the sacraments that are made available to us by the church that he instituted, that he left for us. Out of what? Out of his love.
The bright side of this world, brothers and sisters, all the good stuff that we might see, it is good. And it is something, something to be thankful for. But it's not enough. Because we're meant for more. And Christ showed us that throughout his life. And especially in his resurrection. Especially in giving us the opportunity to inherit eternal life. As we approach the Eucharist today, let us make some increased effort to enter into a more intimate relationship with Christ for the sole reason of becoming reflections of Him in this world, especially reflections of His love, so that when all is said and done, we may take advantage of the offer He gives us, the offer of the inheritance of eternal life. Amen.